0: Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, or COMPASS, is not affiliated with or endorsed by the Centers for Disease Control and or any other government agency. This is the Financial Compass with Matthew Brunner from Comprehensive Planning Associates. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Matthew provides his clients and prospects with the information that they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Matthew Brunner to help you find your financial direction.
1: Hello and welcome to the Financial Compass. My name is Matthew Brunner from Comprehensive Planning Associates LTD or Compass in Connecticut. If you'd like more information about what you hear during today's show, give us a call 800 339 9252 or visit us online at compass ltd.com. While you're at the website, you can scroll on down to the radio and podcast section of the page and you check out past shows. You can subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify even, Tony. And don't hesitate to reach out to us with questions or to set up a face-to-face meeting or even a virtual meeting during these times. Now, listen folks, tens of millions of Americans are working from home because of the response to the global coronavirus pandemic. And I thought this might be a good time to walk our audience through how they can spend a portion of their extra days at home getting their finances in order. So in times like these, which are they're full of anxiety, they're full of the unknowns, fear, a lot of things, you know, running through your finances to see if everything's in order and making adjustments where, where needed uh, can help bring you at least a little peace of mind. Before we really get rolling with our topic today, though, I would like to introduce that voice you just heard a second ago, Tony Shore. Tony, how are you doing today?
0: Well, uh, like a lot of listeners, I'd say I'm hanging in there. Uh, mm. Picture the old cat poster. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's got (laughs) that one behind me. High school
1: guidance counselor. (laughs)
0: It's a, it's a classic, but I'm hanging in there. Uh, you know, like most people I'm, uh, you know, casually dressed and -hmm. enjoying it comfortable, uh, in my own digs here, my home studio, but yeah, I've been good. The family is good. How about you? How are you getting through these troubled times?
1: I'm cooking a lot walking oh, yeah. in the woods. Yeah, no, but uh, no, we're doing well. You know, we we're we're essential. Uh, not that other people aren't, but you know, it's uh, we were deemed essential. So we've kept working. Uh, so we have that to keep us busy. And then in the other times where you might be running around to bring kids to concerts or basketball games or baseball games or uh, whatever activity the season is, we're making do with just a little more, a lot more family time. Not that those weren't family times, but I got to tell you, I'm trying to make the most of this. I haven't missed a day of this, having the kids home at lunch, you know, because they're not at school that I I love that when I take my break at lunch and they're there. And so I'm getting through it by just really eating up every second I can with my wife and my kids.
0: Oh, that's nice. Uh, And I'm glad you're keeping busy. I know you love to cook and you've got a lot of Uh, area and land around you where you can go hiking. I think that's great. Uh, But yeah, we have a really important topic today, right? I mean, um, uh, we want to bring order to chaos uh, right now, and we can control what we can control, both in our financial lives and lives in general. And getting control of that uh, can definitely help us uh, right now, especially, right?
1: Mm, oh, yeah. Any, anything we can do to bring a little control into our lives, I think, just makes this whole world and this situation we're in seem a little more orderly. And so I think the topic we have today, get how to improve your financial situation, there was an article on com with that with that topic or that title recently. And I think it's a really good way to kind of jump into this. Uh, the, the first thing that article stresses is what one of the things you need to do when it comes to getting your finances in order is to do a thorough examination of where your finances are right now. And we've talked about that before. Uh, and it, this article reiterates that, you know, calc- start by a simple formula, calculate your net worth. You compare your assets against your liabilities. So your assets are your your bank accounts, your stocks, mutual funds, retirement accounts, real estate. Don't include your home or your automobile in your assets unless you're planning to sell them. Uh, Conversely, your liabilities, those are your credit cards, your other debts, and don't include your mortgage in that category unless your home was included in your assets. And if you want a really detailed thing, you're going to include those things. But for the purpose of this exercise, I think that's a great way to get started.
0: Yeah, it sounds like a great way to get started. So, what do you have for us first?
1: Well, um, that 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 right there, get that uh, get that piece going for to calculate your net worth. Uh, I think that I don't I don't want to say it's going to be a rude awakening for some people. It might feel that way, but uh, and if it if it does, no reason to panic. Uh, it should only serve as a reminder to bring a little more order. To your overall financial plan. Sure. And and along those same lines, next piece of advice is at the same time set some financial goals. I get it. Setting goals seems so simple. We hear it all the time. Or maybe right now it seems overwhelming. But again, these are little things we can do to bring order back to our life. And drafting a list of real goals and then having the discipline it takes to meet them—it's a powerful financial step. And each one of these little things that we can kind of put ink to, set down and set our minds to, it's one little less second or a couple of minutes or block of time that we're going to be worrying about those things that are outside of our control. Now, maybe you're one of the millions of Americans whose net worth is zero or is negative. So, Maybe perhaps your first financial goal should be to get out of debt as quickly as possible, spend less, uh, save more, getting out of, you know, by spending less, getting out of debt, you open up a whole new financial world for yourself.
0: Okay, so what's the right move for people who (laughs) may not be in the negative with their finances, but who might not have the amount of net worth they'd like?
1: That's a great question, Tony, uh, the right move Thank you, Matt. Uh, you're welcome. Some, some good options, m- maybe increase the amount of money you're saving each month, uh, become a homeowner, become a business owner. It, it may seem, again, it may seem like a stressful time to do something like that, but it may also be a very opportune time to do something like that. Work with a financial services professional to beef up your investments. Another good o- I- way or idea to, to go.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, I think you're right there. And it, it seems like um, we're just about to where we have to discuss everybody's uh, favorite B word, budget, right?
1: <laughs> the B word, budget. Yeah.
0: Everybody's afraid of that one. It's like a dirty word, isn't it?
1: It is a dirty word. Yeah. Uh, you know, I like to met people to get the budget thing. It, it's part of your plan, right? Remember this. A budget has two components. There's a sp- savings component for sure, but there's also a spending component. So a budget doesn't have to be a punishment. Uh, And listen, we can't truly understand our financial habits until we have a comprehensive budget. So start out by listing your income and your expenses, and then you compare a handful of months to see where you're consistently spending your money. And it's simple. Subtract your expenses from your income. What do you find? Is the amount negative or is it simply too close for comfort? And then you can consider some ways you might be able to cut back on your spending. And if, you know, after subtracting your expenses from your income, you're left with a number that's comfortably in positive territory, well, now you might consider building a budget that helps you continue spending appropriately, including some of those additional dollars earmarked for retirement purposes. The zero-based budget, which gives every dollar a task each month, is really a good system.
0: Yeah, it sounds like it. I mean, you know, there's even the tried-and-true envelope method, and that actually works for some people. I mean... You have the stack of envelopes labeled for all the various expenses, and then you can put cash in each one of them. You know, that's old fashioned, but it could work for someone, right?
1: It absolutely works for someone. I can't tell you. I, I learned that method as a kid, uh, growing up with my parents in this business. That was one of the visual ways they, and, act, you know, real world ways they taught me to begin that process. And I found it phenomenal. I have taught it to other younger people, and they still find it just as, as, handy and you know, you know with things like venmo out there it may not be as easy to do as it once was but uh it's it's still a great way to get that mindset and to get it you know if it ain't broke don't fix it right maybe that old adage can serve us really well here and so wh- whichever way you do it once you've chosen your budgeting method then use a f- software program financial software program spreadsheet even just a pencil and paper or those envelopes and track your expenses. And you can ensure that you're sticking to your plan that way. A plan's only as good as your willingness to stick to it uh, or or at least refer to it, you know, at the very least, right? So working with a financial services professional, is a great way to get that second opinion, not only about your current, uh, your current situation, but even these little changes you're making, including things like your budgeting process.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, you have to, you had to use the B word again there, didn't you?
1: I, I threw it in there, but like I said, I don't, budgeting doesn't have to, It people just look at it as, oh, what am I not allowed to do anymore? It's right. not, it, ha- it has two components. It's what you're going to spend and what you're going to save.
0: Right. But it's important to have that financial control. So it is important. And when I have a deeper understanding of where I'm at, where my money is at and where it's going at all times, then I'm able to make smart decisions about my financial future. So that's oh, yeah. a good tip. I can't wait to hear more tips, but first, let's let our listeners know if they have questions about this or need some help, how they can get a hold of you.
1: Okay. So you can call us 800 339 9252. Or visit us online, compass-ltd.com, and if you if you get there, there's a you know schedule an appointment button. You can also do that through. If you want to take another first step, go to the top left-hand corner of the page. There's a thing called the Color of Money Risk Analysis. You get your score there, and you can request an appointment through that uh, portal as well.
0: All right. And listeners, this is The Financial Compass with our host, Matt Brunner. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore. And today we've been discussing how millions of Americans out there are currently probably working at home uh, because of Mm. the coronavirus. And maybe in some of that extra time, they can get their finances in better order. And it's been a good conversation so far. We want to get back to the basics, put our finances on better footing. So, how about we get into it? What's the next topic you have for
1: us? Okay, next one. Let's talk about this one. The article, the How to Improve Your Financial Situation, I think they nicely explain the importance of tackling debt. Now, I know that the idea of really attacking our debt can seem daunting for so many people. It's like staring up at a mountain you know you have to climb and you don't even have shoes on. Right? But once you've climbed it and you get to the other side, you'll be able to enjoy a whole new financial life. So no matter how much debt you're currently carrying, you probably... Probably I'm going to say that first. want to pay off high interest debt as quickly as possible. Uh, interest can slowly choke the life out of even the best designed financial strategies, just as that compounding interest on the other side, when you're saving is so beneficial, it's detrimental on the debt side, right? So uh, someone with a substantial credit card debt could very likely be paying more each month in interest than they're making on their investments. And ultimately that's unsustainable. It's almost like the federal government.
0: Yeah. Unsustainable $6 trillion (laughs) (laughs) bailouts from a government whose trillions are in debt already. Okay. Well, I know a formal debt repayment plan is something that works for a lot of people. And Mm -hmm. one that uh, our government probably needs to get involved with. Uh, Maybe they need a financial advisor, uh, a fiduciary (laughs) like yourself, who's going to look out for their best interest, right? Well, one common method is, I know I've heard, list your debts in order, start with the highest interest rate, and end with the smallest interest rate. And from there, you attack the highest interest rate first and move down the list. Have you heard that?
1: I have and it's it's a pretty good strategy but it doesn't work for everyone depending on the balances in some of those oh, right sure. and so uh it's a great great approach uh there's another approach you can take is if you have a large number of debts pay down some of those smaller balances first that way you can free up some money to really kind of take bigger chunks out of the larger balance debts uh and again this As I say with everything, your personal situation is going to be different than somebody else's. So the end goal of what you're trying to achieve, your cash flow, all those things are going to make a a difference here. Now, another thing to consider is if you currently have debts that are in collections, so you're you're probably going to want to make it a priority to bring those current, right? You can reduce the negative impact to your credit, hopefully eliminate those miserable phone calls and debt collectors and get that credit report cleared up a little sooner than rather later.
0: Yeah. And you want to do that. Uh, Obviously, debt is huge. uh, And uh, nothing maybe gets people out of debt faster than making a commitment to stop using your credit cards and stick to it. Right. Uh,
1: That that is a good one. I just want to put a caveat on that, though, if you're spending more on your credit cards than you're paying off right? Because those usually have really high interest rates. So if, if you're in a decent position, maybe your credit card's a great way to track your expenses as long as you're paying it off. But if you're not paying your credit card off, staying away from them is one of the better things you can do. They really can help us in our day-to-day lives, but they can also get people into trouble in a hurry if we're not careful. And it's the reason they used to prey on college students so handily, right? Uh, I think, you know, and the next point here ties in with credit card usage and that's controlling spending. A great place to start with that is to go through your budget identify problem areas. Those problem areas might include Maybe dining out too often, probably not something people are doing right now. Maybe they're ordering more takeout or something, but, uh, or spending too much at a certain store. And then you know, maybe just find ways to prepare, prepare meals you'll enjoy at home. If you need some recipes, give me a ring. Uh, you'll be amazed at how much money you can save. And when it comes to that, sto- uh, you know, that store that blows up your budget, limit the amount of time you're spending in that store or surfing that's, that store's online presence as well.
0: Well, there you go. And yeah, you got to limit that spending and that's tough for some people. Um, And I guess this is probably, you know, I mean, some people leave the cards at home or only shop with cash or a debit card and that will help overspending.
1: Yeah, uh, it's a great strategy. Uh, and uh, another helpful move, identify services you aren't using enough to justify their cost. Uh, maybe it's a gym membership or one of those streaming services you rarely use. If you uh, Eliminating just a few seemingly small things can have a very real positive effect, especially if you're attacking some of that debt with those, uh, when you're using those savings to attack the other issues you're working on.
0: Well, yeah, and Matt, I think this is another place to remind our audience that financial professionals like yourselves, usually if you're a trusted fiduciary, you can help people examine their budget and identify ways they can be more efficient and better prepared, right?
1: Uh, Absolutely. That's one of the first steps we go over in the planning process with people is really nailing down their spending and their savings habits in that budgeting process. So uh, I think it's incredibly important. I I would put a little warning on there if people do that and then they say, look, oh, here's a couple bucks and this is what you can buy as a result of that be wary. Uh, You know, you're trying to identify things so that you can achieve your other goals, not the goals of some salesperson. So make sure you want to do that. And you should also be discussing some income issues in the same thing. No matter what your income is currently, you might be frequently confronted with a situation where you're, you're barely breaking even. Maybe you're spending more than you earn. If so, you may have a cash flow issue and that'll come out in this process. In some cases, cash flow problem might be temporary. Maybe you needed to make a large purchase or in some cases it may be happening more often because your debt loads hindering your ability to buy groceries or gas or some other essentials. Examine your budget. If you determine your cash flow problems temporary, you might be able to solve it with something as simple as a second job or an investment that produces income, if your cash flow problem is more permanent, you might have to take a little more drastic measures like downsizing your home, going to back to school, earning a trade, something to improve your earning potential,
0: yeah, yeah. and that's that's key. And you have to watch out because you might have to do some of these things and you want to plan in place, though. Now, Obviously, this is good news, no matter what your circumstances are. That there is a solution if you're willing to put in the work. Do you have anything else for us uh, on that topic?
1: Uh, yeah. How about the rate? If we're staying with this right now, especially on this article, how to improve your financial situation? They the planning for the unexpected. That's huge. Oh, uh, you know who saw this coming, right? Uh, people with an emergency fund in place are are able to ride this out perhaps a little easier than people didn't. And I'm not saying, you know, don't be ashamed if you didn't have one, but let this be a lesson if nothing else of what planning for something like that can be in the future. And there's some key ways to prepare for unexpected, the unexpected, you know, have maybe have enough health, home, auto life insurance. Those, uh, those policies might seem costly, but a lot of times people are incredibly relieved to have them when they need them. And then uh, you know, having some other emergency cash.
0: Sure. I mean, and along those same lines, I always yeah. make it a point, Matt, to have a bit of an emergency fund to cover unexpected trips to the pizza buffet. Oh, yeah. Or unexpected oh, yeah. pizza hungers. Uh, you, no. You never know when those are going to arrive. No, I, but seriously, like home and auto repairs, you you got to yeah. have an emergency fund for that kind of thing. And I think another good rule of thumb is to have an emergency fund that can address living expenses. And I've heard you even mention three to six months, right? Yeah,
1: I, I, for working people, certainly. Uh, I, that's how I start, you know, building a lot of plans is to fund that early. And that takes that takes a lot of the stress off. you know, there's so many Americans that are one major repair away from some real financial trouble. So working really hard to put that emergency fund away and then treating it like an emergency fund and not just another spending account is a great way to get that. And so uh, another step, really focus on saving money. You can make a strong case that nothing helps your finances more than diligently saving money to, to save more money, reduce what you're spending on essentials by maybe purchasing in bulk, shop secondhand stores, use coupons. Don't be too proud to do any one of those things if you're having uh, any of these issues, especially when it comes to the income. By saving money now, you'll better position yourself to address things like future home, auto down payments, child's college tuition, unexpected expenses. And most of all, you have the ability to maybe take advantage of some of the better things, some of the investment opportunities that may come along.
0: Yeah, there you go. And I think that's always smart. Uh, That's true. There are investment opportunities like right now uh, with the markets the way they're at. uh, There are some opportunities out there. And You know, Ben Franklin is thought to have said a penny saved is a penny earned. And then there's the other quote I've heard attributed to him, failing to plan is planning to fail. Uh, And actually, there's some doubt that Franklin said either of those. But hey, still good advice, right?
1: Yeah, he also said, beware of what you read on the Internet. (laughs)
0: Yeah, <laughs> i've heard uh, that one too yeah so yeah. no
1: yeah all listen i don't care who said those those are great pieces of advice if it was ben franklin or joe franklin i'm not sure either one matters they're great they're great piece of advice regardless of which franklin's son said it uh and speaking of planning another heck i've told i can't tell you how many people i said failing to plan is planning to fail throughout my life and speaking of planning another right. great way to get our finances order Create a long-term financial strategy. Now if you're taking that wise step of changing your spending habits, saving up to cover some near-term expenses, it's critical you don't lose sight of your financial aspirations that are still many years down the road. You always hear me say like, you know, enjoy the life now while you're keeping an eye on that life you want in the future. The best way to prepare your finances for the distant future is to invest and save specifically for your retirement goals. But to get to that point, you, you know, you really kind of do have to pay off your credit cards, other high-interest debts get those done first. Once you're out of debt or your debt's under control, you can really focus on, uh, on investing. You can focus, we were talking about some of those insurance things before. You can you know, get insured against the probability of what's going to, going to go wrong so that you can then afford to invest in the possibility of what's going to go right. It's a great way to take these steps and put them in order. And, and I think the investment process is exciting because it often allows you to really consider what you want your retirement to look like.
0: Well, and if ever there was a time when people need to be working closely with a trusted financial professional, uh, it's when you're considering your investment options and at trying times like these, where the markets are up and down and there's a lot of financial instability out there.
1: Well, I think you're exactly right there. When it comes to getting our financial lives in order, the final piece of the puzzle that I want to talk about today is. Staying motivated. I certainly recognize that the more challenging your financial circumstances are, the more daunting the idea of fighting to improve those circumstances can seem. And you may, you may feel frustration as you're forced to change your lifestyle, spending habits, t- just to do those things to meet your overall financial strategy. But there is a reward. There is light at the end of the tunnel and it comes at the end of the process. And it will, I, I promise, it will well be worth the effort.
0: Yeah, and I found that if I talk about some of these financial goals with friends and family, that's a great way to keep on track and that way when they ask me how my process is going, I, I don't want to dodge the question or let them down. So, you need to be held accountable to those goals you set.
1: Yeah, absolutely. There, you know, people have often said, you know, there's a couple things you don't want to talk about, right? Politics, religion, finances, all. Well, or maybe you should. I I found that the families And friends that talk about those things more often have a greater chance of succeeding. I I can't tell you, like you see groups of people. It's the the way our business works a lot of the time. Somebody will come in and things start working for them. And then the next thing, you know, their friend comes in and things are working for them. And a group of people sees it all work together. Uh, And to me, I see it. You know, of course, they're doing some of the right things, but you also know that there's that kind of support thing built in. Having people hold you accountable to any goal you're trying to achieve, in my experience, makes you that much more likely to achieve it. Uh, I think people sharing those achievements, milestones with the people, they especially the ones they love and trust, is got such great value in the end with patience, commitment. You can better position your finances to help you live the wh- life you want right now, as well as the life you want to be living well into the future.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And in the end, uh, speaking of which, it's the end of the show. Uh, our episode what? is almost over. Yeah, wow. that's right. Wow. Flew by. So do you have anything you want to add for our listeners, Matt, before we go?
1: Yeah, listen, uh, right now, there's a lot of people that, that are dealing with a lot of fear. And it's simple. It comes from the unknown. But how we choose to deal with that is, I think, a massive harbinger of our future success, right? If you succumb to fear, you're going to have a lot of problems coming down the road. Dealing with it positively, reaching out, talking to people, asking for help where you're not 100% sure uh, is. I think one of the more dominant determinants of success getting through something like this, it's a totally normal human emotion to fear the unknown, but how we dealt with, you know, we fear it's been bred into us over thousands of years fear, but how we, how we face it is what has helped us get through these things. We're still here because when it was dark out before there were lights and humans were scared, they learned how to confront that fear rather than succumbing to it. So, and I know that's a you know, way far away example, but we've taken every step through that from there to now uh, and facing that stuff head on, talking to those people that can help you, getting in touch with those people that can support you. If, if you don't have somebody there, if, if there's nothing else, give us a call so you can hear another voice if that's the least thing we can do to help you get through this i'm i'm happy to talk to you for a few minutes just to just so you know there's another human on the end of the line but more importantly if anybody is scared they don't know what's going to happen they want help through this give us a call give some trusted financial professional a call. Uh, if there's, if you want to work with somebody in your area, give me a call. I'll be happy to reach into my network and find somebody that's closer to you if, if you, you don't think we're a great fit, but find someone that can help you through this time. Uh, it, this isn't going to be the end of everything, and making sure you're prepared to get through this so that on the other side, you're still on track, is one of the most important things I want for my clients and anybody else who's looking to make that happen. Uh, I'm excited about coming back talk about these things again next week but if you have any questions about what you heard today give us a call 800-339-9252 get us online at compass-ltd.com if you want to talk to us on the phone with there if you want to talk to us on any of the tech platforms we have those available as well and uh, there's really no need right now to meet face to face we can do everything online keep everybody safe or safe as they want or need to feel so let's we can make that happen for you and I there's no cost there's no obligation to that uh that initial consultation and so I I urge everybody to take advantage of that if, if they need it
0: all right thank you so much Matt and listeners that does it for today's episode of the financial compass with our host Matthew Brunner thank you for listening to the financial compass don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan for more information, please contact Matthew Brunner at Comprehensive Planning Associates. Call 800 339 9252